Okay, guys, welcome to our monthly mindset. This month is Mastering Your Fear for the Win. And we have Coach Ryan, Stacey, Allie, and myself, Coach Amy, with you guys. We are really, actually, this is one of my favorite topics because a lot of people don't like thinking about the fear that they have in sports. And coaches, the fear in the idea that they have to win every every game and they have to perform for the athletic director or for the school or for whatever company you're working for. So today we are going to talk about in this month, we're going to be focusing on fear, the cause of fear, um, which uh, some of the sub particles of that is worry, stress, anxiety, those kind of, um, I like to call fear as the main mask. So when I think of um, kind of a Halloween costume, the person under a lot of these masks is fear. And then all the little masks on top of the person is like the anxiety, the worry, the stress, the pressure, those things that go along with it. So we're going to talk about pieces of that. I'm going to start off with the um, kind of definition of fear. What is fear? Um, for me, the cause of fear is a mismanaged mind and it, it's avoiding emotions. It's just an unwanted emotion. So when you experience fear, uh, when either you're you're thinking there's a fear or there is really a fear, normally, I like to say 98% of the time, the fears that we encounter are irrational and they're not real. We think our brain likes to believe there's a real threat all the time, but there's really the experience of fear is usually uh, just irrational thoughts. So fear is an emotion, you guys. We talk about emotions all the time, an emotion that every human experiences and we actually are grateful for this emotion when there is something to be feared that can cause you physical harm. But most of the time, fear is just a false, false alarm. Like, I don't know if you guys can experience or remember being in school and they're like, here's a practice alarm. And everybody's like, really? Okay, here we go again. But that's what your brain is doing all the time. Anytime your brain thinks there's a problem or there's a possible problem, like what if something happens? It's like setting off these false alarms to be prepared for something that may or may not happen. And most of the time, there's nothing that's really harmful or a problem. Fear is harmless because we're the ones creating it. It's an emotion that we create. And what I mean is that fear isn't a reason to stop doing what you wanna do or to stop taking massive action. So because it's an emotion, you know how to, how to manage it. We talk about managing emotions all the time. And just like you manage all your other emotions, that is how you manage fear. We can replace that word fear with any other emotion. So what can you do about fear? Fear is a base emotion, like I said, with a lot of other masks on top of that fear. I like to, like I said, think of fear as just this is the foundation. Whenever I'm having a negative emotion, it probably has some foundation of fear in it. When you recognize it's just fear, then you can start unwinding what's going on. So I told you guys, there's, there's some like failure and anxiety, and we're going to hear some tips about how to manage anxiety and worry and failure from some other coaches. Let's start with Allie. She's going to talk to us about the fear of failure. So go ahead. All right. So the fear of failure is something that athletes experience a lot. It's really a big part of what we experience um, because we don't like the feeling of failure. It's really just all about that feeling, just like coach Amy said, uh, that we're trying to avoid that we don't like. So we have this fear of failure. And what's crazy is you honestly have to fail a hundred times in order to have some sort of success. Like, right, you fail and you fail and you fail and you learn and you fail again until you get there. And 
even school has taught us that this is not how this works, right? We're like school, you have to get a hundred percent every single time in order to end with a hundred percent in the class. And so we're like, yeah, we have to succeed over and over and over again in order to be successful. But really you have to fail over and over again <laughs> in order to eventually learn how to be successful. And so what we're trying to do is avoid this feeling of failure and we're, we're in fear of it. That's what's creating the fear. And so I think it's just, even just being aware of that is going to be something that is beneficial and learning about why am I afraid of failure? Why can why is that a problem? And what if you weren't afraid of failure, what would be different? I think that's such an amazing question. And so fear of failure is going to be one of uh, the number one things that we hear from athletes that they come to us of, I just don't want to mess up. <laughs> and the reality is you're supposed to mess up and then learn and then try again. And so um, anxiety and worry can also come from some of this. And coach Stacy is going to talk more about that with you. I think so much of it, like with the fear of failure is like what you make failure mean when you make failure mean something has gone wrong and you messed up and there's something wrong with you because you did, then you feel a certain way. When you make it mean that failure is literally part of the learning process and exciting because that means you're one step closer to succeeding, then that's a whole different experience. And so when we move into anxiety and worry, so much of anxiety and worry, like Amy said, is about fear of the future. It's about what we're thinking in our head might happen. And I always like to talk about it in the case of the what ifs. So we always ask ourselves tons and tons of what ifs. What if this, what if that, what if this? And here's the problem is that we don't answer the what ifs. And so they remain this big, scary thing. I like to say they're the monsters under the bed. You're laying in bed as a kid and you're like, oh, there's all these scary things under the bed and I can't sleep. What if they get me? What if, what if, what if, right? But when you turn on the light and you look under the bed, you're like, oh, it turns out there's nothing scary there after all. And so when you answer your what ifs, you start to be able to shine the light on all these things that you're scared of. Your brain is offering you, what if this? And then, so your immediate response is, oh no, that would be horrible. I can't let that happen. But instead, if you go, okay, well, what if that happened? And you answer it. And then you answer that. And then you answer that. And you get down to the root. And usually the root is like Amy said, feeling a feeling and being able to process that. Or you realize like one time I had a basketball player and we were talking about state and she was like really nervous to go into state. And I'm like, okay, what are all your what ifs? Let's start answering them. She's like, what if I can't dribble the ball? And then she just started laughing and she was like, of course I'm going to be able to dribble the ball. That's ridiculous. But she had actually been scared of it before she made herself look at it and answer it. And so then when she started, when we start answering the what ifs, we realize that a lot of them are ridiculous. Some of them are really something we would really, you know, not want to happen. But the reason we don't want them to happen is because we're afraid of the emotion. And when we realize we can process the emotion, then that's okay. And then the others usually have to do with what we make it mean about ourselves and, and our worth and our value. And when we begin to do the work on our worth and our value coming just from who we are as a human, 
and not how we perform, then we can also dispel those what ifs. But you can't even get to any of that work when you just stay in this frozen place of what ifs. And so dismantling the what ifs, taking a look at them, getting into them, bringing them to your coaching sessions, going through them is what's going to help you really um, dismantle the big ones. And so then when you, you get to the thing that you're fearful of and they start popping up, you're like, oh, I know the answer to that. What if this, oh, I know this is the answer. And, and you're going to be able to dispel that anxiety so much more quickly again and again and again to where your brain stops offering them to you nearly as often. But the biggest fear, like we said, is of the emotion that you're going to feel. That's what we're always afraid of. We're afraid of how we're going to feel. What if I fail, I'll feel embarrassed. What if I fail, I'll think I'm a bad athlete. What if I fail, I'll f- and then I'll feel ashamed. What if I fail and I'll feel, it's always what we're going to feel that we're the most afraid of. And so Ryan, how do they deal with what they're going to feel? Well, they're going to feel what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I am so scared. <laughs> what if I say the wrong thing? What if we do the wrong podcast? I don't know. You never know. There's, there's always fear. We have a tendency to put fear in our lives. And why we do that, I don't know. It's just crazy. We're, we have this big, vast world around us, and we choose to live in fear. Everything around us is beautiful. Everything around us is magical and things are happening. But what do we do? We put ourselves in fear. So one of the things that we can do is accept it. Stop rejecting the fear that you're feeling. Whatever you resist persists. It comes and it magnifies and it eats at you and it eats at you. And before you know it, you're afraid Maybe it's like a big, huge elephant, okay? And they're afraid of what? This itty bitty, teeny tiny little mouse. And it's just a little mouse. It can't hurt it, but it's the story that the elephant's telling them, oh, you know, themselves that this mouse can actually do something. So there's a couple of things that we can do. Some of the things that I love to do to help me with fear and helpfully help you is to take action on the fear, whatever it is. If you're afraid of the beam, then get on the beam. If you're afraid of catching the ball, then just catch, start catching the ball, uh, start conquering that. The other thing that you can do is start writing down your fears. You write them down, it brings the emotion out of you and, and into what I would just call reality or like, oh, this is really what I'm afraid of. And I'm looking down at my paper thinking, that's not that bad. I can do that. So writing it down can also help. Um, Taking action of your fears. We've talked about that and feeling it. Okay. What is wrong with fear? There's nothing wrong with it. It's okay to have fear. We all have it. So one of the things that you can do with fear is just enjoy it. I know that sounds really crazy. But stop, take a moment, feel the fear, realize what you're feeling, and then put that emotion to use for you. There's a couple of things that we can do. We have our daily worksheet that we're going to show you, and we can go through that step by step. 
So the first thing that we can do, and we talked about writing things down. So this can be the dare of the week, the dare of the month, dare of the day, whatever you do as far as the, the dares that you have for yourself. Like, this is what I really want to accomplish today. So in this worksheet, you can print it off. I would suggest printing it so that you can write in it. Number one, what is your dare of the week? Okay, it can be to conquer a back handspring. It can be to um, knock the ball over the fence. It can be anything you want as far as your sport or in your life. What is your dare? Okay, and then what are your thoughts about that dare? And talk about everything, the fear, the success, the failure, what ifs, whatever it might be, everything that Stacy was teaching us about. What if that? What if this? What if that happens? Write it down. What if it does happen? It's okay either way. Okay, then we're going to complete the model. And you know what the model is. We're going to write down the circumstances that come with that dare. These are the, the things that you're telling yourself. Second one is the thoughts. What thoughts are you telling yourself with the dare that you have chosen? The second one are the feelings. The feelings that you're feeling when you think of the dare. Are you scared? Are you happy? Are you angry? Whatever it might be. Then what are your actions? What are they going to be? What are you going to do about it? Whatever that might be. And then the results that you want. The results that you want. Okay, once you get that all written down, then you're going to do it again. Okay, but this time on the F line, you're going to put self-confidence. We've had that lesson in the last few um, worksheets and workbooks is self-confidence. But once you put self-confidence in that F line, then you fill everything out according to your confidence in your dare. Being confident. Yeah, I can get up on that beam. Now, I couldn't. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine me on the beam? <laughs> um, Amy could, but doing something on the beam or uh, getting up on the vault or the bars. Okay. I have a, I'm terrified of the bars, but I would love to learn how to do that upside down thing <laughs> that you guys do, but I don't think I could do it. I would be so scared, but I would love to learn. But what are doing that dare with self-confidence in your mind and in your presence then the hardest part, number five, the hardest thing, complete it, go do it. And that will help you conquer all of the fears, repetition, doing it over and over and over and over again. And guess what? Just like Ali said, you might not get it right. You might not get it perfect, but that's okay. That is just fine. There is nothing wrong with that. Okay. And if you're having trouble with that dare of the week or dare of the month, then do the daily assignment, do a, a thought download, and then you can do an unintentional and an, and an intentional model. You can run it one way and then flip it and run it backwards so that you know exactly what you want. So if you can't figure it out, do a thought download or continue to go back and watch the self-confidence. Right. I'm going to wrap up here. Thank you, guys. So here's the thing. The biggest concern is how we will feel. That's the biggest concern with fear, like Stacy said. What if I fail, then I'll feel, and then just fill in the blank. That is the thing that we are avoiding. So look for those monsters, like Stacy said. Turn on the light. The other side, on the other side of fear is freedom, you guys. So we choose fear to protect us. 
And when you feel fear, it's normal. It's a normal response. And it's just protecting you from something that is rarely a problem. So you could enjoy more freedom, couldn't you? And can you imagine what it's like to just relax as you notice a past fear coming up? And as soon as you relax, you're going to feel yourself take a deep breath. And then you're going to realize that the freedom that, that is there also just as legitimately as fear is, it's always been there for you. As if you've just remembered that, you know, fear is harmless and freedom is in that deep breath and that relaxed feeling that comes when you remember your worth and your greatness. And fear is just another great emotion to embrace and get to know and to face and have an amazingly free feeling month as you look under your bed for the truth that you're totally fine and you're totally safe and you totally got this. Fear does not mean to stop you guys. It means just watch me. Okay. We'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.